0: Too busy to cook this May? With Factor, you can skip the grocery store trip and the chopping, the prepping, and the cleaning up, too. Eat fresh, never-frozen meals in just two minutes. Get 40, 40% off your first box with code JTrain40 at factormeals.com slash JTrain40. That's code JTrain40 at factormeals.com slash JTrain40 to get 40% off your first box. J Train Podcast this is J Train. Jared Freak, coming alive from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's how this whole thing works. You tell a friend, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. About this great and wonderful show, and then they tell a friend, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. That's how we we spread the word of J Train. And we love your emails. Keep sending them in J Train Podcast at gmail.com. That's JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Anything you'd like. We love we love a relationship email. We love a uh, a friend crisis email. I love a like I, I love anything that we can gnaw on the bone of your problem, because you know what? There's no better problem than your problem. Mine. I don't want to deal with my own. I want to deal with yours. That's an easier thing to do. And and listen, I'm on the road. Um, if you're out there, I I guess I don't even know. Where, I'm I'm getting ahead due to the Europe trip. If you're if you're in Europe in the first two weeks of May, you, I might be in your town. So go to JaredFree.com for tickets. Otherwise, um, we're doing U-Up Live shows, which the U-Up Live is a version of this podcast as well as the U-Up Podcast. We bring people on stage. We give them dating app makeovers. We play Red Flag, Deal Breaker. So if you like this show, I am positive you'll like the U-Up Live. Chicago, New York, D.C., uh, Boston, um, Philadelphia. So we're doing kind of like a major East Coast-ish thing. And then I'm in Kansas City. I think I'm in um i'm gonna be in you know charlotte which it's been a long time since i've been to charlotte so jaredfree.com for tickets jaredfree.com for tickets i'm very excited about today's guest today's guest new to the j train um the, the jcu the j train cinematic universe uh new to the show hilarious comic has a special that is on youtube you can watch it right now it's called runs in the family dustin nickerson thank you for coming on
1: yeah thanks buddy I love uh I love uh being here I love listening to tour promo I was listening to your uh your episode with miss Pat which is I love miss Pat she's been one of my favorite comics forever and to hear you go uh Spokane to London is pretty funny
0: right it is uh I don't think anyone else does that trip you know I you know I, Michelle Wolf always said the only people that see the whole country are comedians and politicians Yeah. Like, we're the only Mm -hmm. ones that get to see a little taste of Spokane. Like, you know, when people ask me, what's it like there? I go, you're not going to vacation there. I, you know, I, (laughs) but, but, you know, it's weird because there's like places where you go, I, I, I don't blame something. What you, you travel a lot, you're on the road. There's Mm -hmm. this weird thing that people do when you go to like a place like Spokane. I'll get, I'll use that Mm -hmm. as an example. But people go, they like almost get defensive about it. And you're like, They also they either talk a lot of shit on it or they assume you're about to talk shit on it. It's like yeah, yeah. No, I get why someone would live here.
1: Yeah, uh, well, it well they might be a little defensive too when you are uh, bad mouthing their Final Four basketball team <laughs> 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 while you're there. You know? Well,
0: I mean, anyone can understand. I just I knew that the, <laughs> if it's a choice between my show and the yeah. game. For the team having its magical run to the final yeah, four.
1: Yeah. And especially a city that, that has no professional sports. They have <laughs> nothing else. This is this is the thing going on. Yeah, I agree. I, I I have been to, at this point, I've been to every state. I've been to every major city in America other than Miami and New Orleans. Those are the only two I haven't hit yet. And You haven't I, been to every, Miami
0: and New Orleans? I know.
1: I know, right? Of all the cities. I know. It, it does sound like I'm actively <laughs> avoiding party cities. Right. Just, I, well, it this, just this, shook this... down like that.
0: <laughs> That's a, uh, That kind of gets it. Oh, go ahead. i'm sorry
1: well i was gonna say everywhere uh you will not find me being overly praising or overly crapping on a city because everywhere is terrible everywhere is great every place has its things where if you like find the place that you want to live and work it out. I don't care. I want to live in California. And if you hate that, I don't care. I don't have to. I'm not California's ambassador. You know? right. I don't I'm have to the sell this board. to you. Yeah. When everybody moved during the pandemic, I was like, great. That's our main problem. Too many people. Right. Keep going. Keep, Keep going. Get and out of here.
0: here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. It, 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 well, it is funny. Like my dad, when, when I went to, my dad used to describe Europe as every town has a church. Every town has a bridge. Every town has a museum. And he, like that was his like very yeah. American way of yeah. describing towns yeah. that are thousands of years old. He's just <laughs> like, yeah, there's a bridge, there's a church, whatever. That's what you see. But yeah. it is funny to me. And I totally agree with what you said. There's not there's no praise. I'll give you like I'll notice things. I'll be like, "Oh, in yeah. this town, they do this specifically." Or that specifically but it's not because sure. i was trying to find a way to like get you for living <laughs> in des moines yeah. you know like yeah, good for you. yeah.
1: i was uh <laughs> i w- i was in um i, I should for this uh, maybe i'll keep somewhat names uh, anonymous here i was in we were in well, not the name of the city i was in greenville south carolina this last mm-hmm. week or and uh someone came up to after the stage it was like did you did you like do you like our city and I was like, oh, it's it's cute. Yeah, Greenville's cute. It's got a couple of little streets and right. it's got the things that I want, which is like a good coffee shop, a good hang, a thing, a, a, some water to look at, a bridge, a church, whatever right. it may be. <laughs> and they're like, well, I'm glad you liked it more than such and such famous comedian. And I was like, oh, I wonder what they didn't like. Because this is, as far as road cities go, this is a pretty cute one. And then we went and the crowd kind of sucked. And I was like, oh that's why they didn't like it because as a comedian that's all you really care about is right are they, like is are they bad crowds like right. if you are good sense of humor people I'm gonna have a blast you
0: right. know I I totally agree it's the show the show the show it's the, the show th- th- that's all that matters to us yeah like we're, and we, yeah and that would be all that matters to anyone who has to travel for work the work yeah is the, the work easy is the work good is the work fruitful does it make you money get you more material get you more yeah like i i is it instructional as far as the show you know when we do yeah. a show like did they did the bits work or not work and was i given a chance to do them and feel comfortable yeah. doing them yeah it you do well that was to go back to spokane i was like you guys are a sensitive town and <laughs> and I, <laughs> that's and where no i'm one, from
1: is washington state by the right, way that's well, why no, uh, yeah
0: <laughs> oh you are from there mm.
1: Not Spokane. I'm from the other side of the state. I'm from. But they do. There is a defensiveness to their their way of life. They're used to being crapped on.
0: That's the thing. I didn't want them to be sensitive. They just are. (laughs) Buffalo's the same way. Buffalo's very sensitive. Buffalo, you know, in a way, in an annoying way. I, I yeah. was like, I, I think that you guys think I think too much of Buffalo. You think I think about Buffalo every day. They, <laughs> it, 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 it's like, I don't think of Buffalo ever.
1: Yeah. You know, only yeah. when I
0: have to do the show. But you guys think I came there. I'll never forget it. I've probably told this story before. Like this woman at the Buffalo show was like, are you a Buffalo Bills fan? And I was like, no, I, I, I grew up somewhere else. Like, it felt like I was talking <laughs> to a toddler. And they're like, "How could you not be a Buffalo Bills fan?" And but Josh like, Allen, he's right. good. You've heard of like, him, yeah? I was like, "I don't hate you. I just don't think of you. I don't." I, and I yeah. said, "I go, I go." There's stadiums filled with thousands of other people in other towns cheering for other teams. You realize that, don't you? And they're like, yeah. well, "What?" And it's like, it's that type of thing that I go, Ugh, yeah. "Get out of here."
1: yeah (laughs) they're like a it's like an old road dog who was on who did like one late night set and he's like you know my work right and you're like no no i don't no
0: no no, i
1: don't (laughs) (laughs) i i I, yeah it's it it is people get in i think smaller towns specifically they just go because what's great about a small town is it makes a big world feel smaller and but they can you can forget that there's this whole world outside of, and people come, they always ask you questions as comedians, like, do you come, have you been here before? And you're like, yeah, and I'll come again. It's not, it's not like a, it doesn't <laughs> register to me that I'm coming to Davenport. I, it's, I think about it when I have to book a flight, and when I'm here, I'm like, oh yeah, that thing, and then I leave.
0: <laughs> right, forget about it's it the next now. day, and yeah. so I, there was a reason I wanted to have you on this show. One to promote your special, obviously Thank runs you. in the family. It's on YouTube. Dustin's hilarious. Uh, we ran into each other, I think, in San Diego. Yeah. Um, yeah, where I watched you do your a late night set that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to love Dustin. The link is going to be in the description of this episode, so you can get right to the special uh dustin i i would say i think you're a good asset for this show because we get a lot of dating and relationship questions you are married with Mm -hmm. children how many kids do you have how long you been married you've written a book about how to be married to melissa a comedy marriage book which yeah not not usual these aren't usual things (laughs) for the stand-up comedians and and you're young how old are you
1: I'm 38, I had a whole like life before comedy, so when I showed up to my first open mic, I was 27, I'd been married for nine years, we had two kids and our third was on the way. See, so,
0: okay, so we are living parallel lives that are completely different. I'm 38, <laughs> never married, no kids. You're 38, three kids.
1: yeah. And We're so offended that I haven't been to Miami and New Orleans.
0: I yeah, that's I would be offended. I'm like I, but yeah. but dad yeah. of 3, there is no reason to go to you probably don't need to go to either of those towns until the kids are done with high yeah. school. Yeah.
1: Yeah, again, for context, I, this is not a joke. When we finish this podcast, I get in my car and go to Universal Studios. That's where I go. I <laughs> <laughs> like the van is packed, I, and we're I on our way. I go to brunch
0: up. and have a mimosa. With, <laughs> <laughs> with.
1: Yeah, hold that's on.
0: Great. So, so you know, I have this theory when I I believe that every relationship is in trouble when the when one party in the relationship says I'm going to start doing stand up.
1: So- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i it, it, i I agree with a lot of that sentiment. Um, I do. It, it was a different scenario for us. The whole premise even of, of our book is that like every relationship is unique. You have to find your stuff because mm. no one could ever tell you how to make a relationship work. If, least well, of don't all, say a, that a on this podcast. P- yeah. <laughs> no,
0: but I, <laughs> we I could, agree. We could,
1: yeah. Well, it's it's more of a parody of like relationship books are like these six keys, these mm. four love languages. And you're like, that's not going to help you. This right. it, You might glean i actually think something like this is probably more helpful because it's a variety of experiences and um but our experience ours was unique in the sense that it worked for a couple reasons one our marriage was not in shambles uh hmm. marriage has always kind of been our marriage has always been this the solid part of our lives there might have been chaos around us, whether it be job or uh, you know money, kids struggle, stuff like that. But the marriage has always been like a never in doubt. It's always been kind of a bedrock to build up from. Also, my wife's an artist, and so she gets the the appeal, and she also gets the needing and outlet, if you will, to right. feel feel fulfilled I- in your work and feel like you're making something.
0: And also, when you have two kids and you're like going to an open mic and doing it for, you're paying to do the art. An artist understands that. Like, I I think, like, I mean, I remember dating someone and I was going to open mics and they're like, are you going to still be going to open mics in 10 years from now? And I was like, I don't know. And you could see, (laughs) and I was like, Mm -hmm. I, I, and I was like, I could see kind of the, the not getting it in their eyes yeah and that's and that's and i was like uh, that's kind of when you know the relationship has run its course with person who's dating comedian
1: yeah i and and the artist um rightfully sees the romance in it sees Mm -hmm. not just the romance between you two sees the romance in the pursuit sees Mm -hmm. the kind of the beauty and the like loves that you slept in an airport the night before loves that because they get that. That's what it takes. And any art that wasn't suffered for usually sucks.
0: (laughs) Interesting. Right.
1: Uh, At at least the pursuit of it, you know, um, (laughs) Uh, so, that helped. Um, it also helped in, in that she was pregnant and that she was going to bed pretty early. Like, my <laughs> first couple of years, when I got passed right. at La Jolla, the, um, the comedy store that we met at, like, because I'm based in San Diego, um, we uh we would like i would always go last and they have like a best of san diego showcase and i would go i would ask to go last because i would get the kids to bed and then i would get mel to bed and then i would go go la- i would get up at like 10:30 right. or whatever cuz it's it's not it's uh and and there would be a smattering of people left because it's a long show, and right. uh, and I and I had kind of a deal that I could go as long as I had them, so I would go like eight to fifteen to twenty minutes depending. And I was uh, it just kind of worked out because like my whole house is shut down anyways. The only one who's really missing anything is my sleep, and mm-hmm. and that was until I started working the road, and obviously that changed the dynamic. But I I do agree with the sentiment that if you, um, but I would also say that if you have a um, a uh, uh, someone in a relationship that is really suffering with their identity and also not just their identity, but like what do they want to do with the rest of their lives? Right. That can, if that part of self-fulfillment isn't met, then a relationship can struggle, and right. I think that's part of being in a relationship with a partner is encouraging them, helping them, being willing to sacrifice for the sake of them. Because the happier they can find in that, it's not like a small thing. Your work is not a small thing,
0: you know. Well, then, <laughs> you, but that—that's the. That, it's interesting what you're saying. Like, it's like so you you could be in a relationship with someone they they're telling you I'm not fulfilled. I'm not getting any, anything out of life. Yeah. I I like you, but there's something missing. I got to go do this open mic. You go yeah. you you saying to them, "Hey, you should do the open mic." Also might mean the end of your relationship. It doesn't mean that yeah. they go together, but it might mean that their pursuit of this is to feel fulfilled doesn't include you. I've had that in my own
1: life. Mm, yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's not our situ- if my wife today asked me to shut it down, I would because the our marriage pre-existed comedy and is more mm. important to me than it. I wouldn't be thrilled. Right. <laughs> I'd be like, I don't want to go back to the rec center. I did not <laughs> uh, that was a good day job, not that good of a day job. Um, but I do think that there is like listen, at the end of the day, you will spend you will spend more time at your job than you will with your kids in your life. Right. And if that is a soul-stealing, like, life-destroying experience for you, you're going to be unhappy in life. And I think there is a certain role, especially in a serious long-term relationship that you want to make work to to make some sacrifices to help that person feel fulfilled in their work, if at all possible, because I know L- it's not possible for everybody.
0: Listen, I'm happy that we're getting started on a soul-stealing note. And I... <laughs> I'm happy you're here. I want everyone yeah. <laughs> to go follow Dustin at Dustin Nickerson on Instagram. The special runs in the family. I'm sure a lot. I mean, a lot of Dustin stuff about being married, having kids. It's uh, you're going to love Dustin. Dustin, you're 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 pretty clean on stage, too, right?
1: Yeah, I do work clean. Yeah. And it's so, not out of some uh, moral reason. It's uh, just because I like that people can watch it with their kids.
0: Well, that's the whole point. I want to make sure people, if you're looking to watch a special, like, you know, so many people come on here selling their wares. Okay, what type of special? What type of mood? Maybe this is one that you watch with your family on the couch. Maybe it's one you watch with your kids. This is a fun special. You're going to love it. Runs in the family. Are you ready to do some emails?
1: Let's do it. it.
0: Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. That's where you send them. Okay, I love this question for you, Dustin. Long-term relationship, three kids. This one's called mismatched sex drives. Mm. Dearest Papa JT, I can't wait until you're back in Boston. The last shows were amazing. Finally, I'm in a healthy relationship with someone I'm falling for, but it seems like my sex drive is way higher than his. We see each other about four days a week, and I'd prefer to get laid every single day. I'm with him at least once. Not my fault. I'm attracted to him, and he treats me right. How do I gently bring this up without hurting his feelings? I'm female, 27, and he is male, 31. Best a girl, always in the mood. Dustin Nickerson, Mm. (laughs) how does your sex drive? How does, you know, everyone, a tale as old as time. Sex in a relationship as the years go on, things change. Is this something that you've ever dealt with?
1: Um yeah, I think that uh what's interesting when you like my wife and I, we've been together since I I was sixteen when we started dating I was seventeen okay. when we started dating. So we Okay. And we're thirty-eight now, which means um particularly her, as is the life of a female, the it the drive changes. It's right. not well like the uh you know, a guy's sex drive stereotypically it's just kind of steady going down the freeway you know like just we're <laughs> one direction usually a couple stops every once in a while whereas I feel like between pregnancies and uh, just aging and being like pre menopause now there's like u-turns and swirly it's it's more like an indie race you know right. like it's all <laughs> over the place um, so I would say uh, it's very seasonal like for us but yeah um, it is a tale of old time. I, to me, someone said this to me once about uh, to, to define... I heard someone say this about uh, sex expectations in a relationship. Sex expectations, for lack of a better phrase. Uh, that a healthy position to be is always willing to have sex if your partner wants to, but also willing to not have it if you want to and they don't want to. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's a very healthy, kind of open-hearted, open-minded position, which is no one's demanding their way, Mm -hmm. um, but you're both um, empathetically trying to understand one another's physical needs and desires in that moment. Does that make sense?
0: It makes total sense. Here's what I love about what you're saying. And because here's what you're doing right now. And I think this is the advice for this person. You're choosing your words wisely. Yes. Everything you just said was very specifically said. This person, (laughs) when you get into the sex drives conversation, because I've had emails like this. You hear the the conversation is high or low. Right. I think that's the mistake because high means good. Low means bad. Mm-hmm. I want sex with this person that I like. I I like You you ever notice that always the high sex drive person is like, I just like it all the time. They're willing to <laughs> talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> They're always Yeah. They feel free to talk about it because it mm-hmm. is the it is the mor, you know, morality. They're at mm-hmm. the top of moral mountain. They get right, to go, right. "I'm I'm Mr. Sex. I like sex all the time, especially from women."
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They really <laughs> women, like to boast in that, you know. Right
0: they're they're walking they're peacocking oh i like sa-. and then sometimes <laughs> sometimes the story makes it out into the public uh, uh, you know mm. the public being your friends and they're like and and this guy he's low sex drive person you know right. and it's like i think what you i think it's just these are styles not amounts i think that's mm. what she needs to like and how do you sell it like i think you right. i think if she got more specific and yeah. was like talking with him and and asking what he likes what turns him on what do you you know and and now you you would know how to thread that needle and then he's gonna ask you that same question now he can talk with you hey well what do you like and it's Mm -hmm. not the. and I think it's like when you just say I like sex all the time like you know that's like eating chips it's not really like it's just (laughs) I I think I think it's salty
1: that's why right
0: it's just salty there's a lot of you know (laughs) body perspiration yeah yeah Yeah. yeah,
1: I, I think that I, I think you're hundred percent right. I think specifically the no one is the way they are without a reason. And the reason that someone doesn't have a high sex drive, particularly a guy, is usually worth digging into why. Um, right. there could be some shame there. There could be some hurt there, there could be some Anxiety, fear he could have um, a huge rejection in the past that he could have there 's a lot of stuff there mentally of why he doesn 't want to most likely or or isn't thinking about it all the time that if you that 's what you have to unlock, not just like so are you ready
0: yet <laughs> and, and, and socially guys can 't really be creative about sex i 've asked right, men right. on stage i 've been like what 's your favorite sex position?" They either yeah. say uh, missionary they, or they say doggy style sometimes. Yeah. And, that, and then half the room looks at them like, you animal. You can't even look her in the <laughs> eye. And then sometimes every now and again, they'll say reverse cowgirl. Those are yeah. the three socially yeah. acceptable things for men to say yeah. about sex. Everything else, they're a monster. They're disgusting. They're judged. They're made fun of. And and listen, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not here to cry about the plight of a man. Like I'm not. Listen, I'm not (laughs) even. It's so hard for us. Right. I'm not even saying that. I'm just saying. Yeah. For this person, the conversation when you say I'm high, you're low. I don't think it's going to get you to a winning place. I think you have to more. (laughs) It's got to be because if someone said to me, "You have a low sex drive," I'd be like. No no I don't. Like I'd be I would, yeah. I, would I would get yeah. into defense mode. I I
1: also it's it's there's a little bit of uh uh have your cake and eat it too and you're like he treats me so well. You're like, well, I mean sometimes that's that's because he has a low sex drive <laughs> like, <laughs> right. yeah. like you marry the not, right. you, it sounds like you're in a relationship with a nice thoughtful genuine human being <laughs> it's right. just not some sex bullet coming at you, you know? right that's like, oh, very you know, funny they, they, yeah. there's probably a balance there
0: well i i think what she needs to do is let's get talking about what we like and not yeah. what we're lacking I yeah. think that, yeah. will, that will help uh, this conversation. Are you tired of the endless search for the perfect outfit? Outsource the job to Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix is the easy way to get clothes that fit your style and budget. Just answer a few questions about where you typically shop, what you like to wear, and how much you're looking to spend, and you'll get connected with your own personal stylist who will send handpicked clothes just for you. I love this because the you know the stitch fix people are going to f- pick something out that you might not have taken off the shelf they're going to get you one standard deviation away from normality which is something we're all looking for all we want is someone to go try it you're going to look great you might love it that's what stitch fix is all about with over 1000 brands you know and love and sizes ranging from extra small to 3x L, you'll have the perfect thing to wear no matter what the occasion. Their stylist I- will even show you exactly how to pair your new clothing together. What a, what a great thing. So you can get dressed and get on with your day. Right now, Stitch Fix is offering JTrain listeners $20 off their first fix at StitchFix.com slash JTrain. That's StitchFix.com slash JTrain for $20 off today. StitchFix.com slash JTrain. Train Podcast at gmail.com, J-train Podcast at gmail.com, here with Dustin Nickerson, at Dustin Nickerson on Instagram, go, 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 the special, it is out right now, runs in the family, it's on YouTube, am I the asshole, Lord Jared, mm-hmm. an esteemed guest, thanks for doing these podcasts, you always make me laugh, and I look forward to listening every week, I'll get to it. So I recently ended things with a boyfriend of three years whom I was living with in San Jose, we discussed the breakup in December and I found a new place and moved out of our apartment within a week of us being back from holiday travels in January. We discussed that for the time being, it would be fair for us to pay uh to each pay half of the total cost of my place and his place combined while he finds a new roommate or moves out uh 2400 for each of us. So that's a pretty steep amount. Um, yeah. So basically, they've combined her apartment and his apartment until he finds a roommate and he can kind of, as a, I, I, which is a very nice gesture.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ooh, uh, that is dicey. The, le-
0: the lease has always been under his name and it ends in May. So we're sitting here in April, we got, Two more months to go, let's say. He -hmm. also told me he wants to leave the apartment after the lease is over to be closer to work. So he's moving out. I get it. Right. This week, I reached out to him, whether he found someone or he had talked to the landlord. He responded and said he couldn't find anyone that he liked, but he was looking. I again asked if he had even brought the situation up with the landlord to see if they could end the lease slightly early, and he said, no, I haven't because I'm not really interested in moving out right now. So I am mm-hmm. paying 600 bucks a month to, to him so he can stay in this nice two-bedroom apartment in San Jose by himself. Of course he isn't interested in moving. All of my friends are telling me this is ridiculous and that I should stop paying him. When I told him that I don't think I should be paying him anymore, he said, I thought we discussed that if we broke up during this lease, we would handle things amicably making Mm. me feel like an asshole. So I'm sitting here on the fence. I just told him that I would pay the $600 for March rent, but wouldn't pay him for April or May, meaning I've helped him with three months of rent. Am I being the asshole for not paying him the $600 a month for a place to himself? Mm. Is the amicable thing uh, just to sit back and pay the money when he hasn't even brought up the situation with the landlord? What do you think? What do you think, Mm. Dustin Anderson?
1: (laughs) It sounds like the roommate is a metaphor. He sounds like he misses her You're like, right. I'm not really interested in finding a different roommate <laughs> it sounds hard, you know? <laughs> it sounds like right. he just misses you <laughs> a, I haven't found anyone else that I like no one can replace my old roommate
0: <laughs> right it sounds I'm, not sad. On, I'm not on Craigslist I'm not on <laughs> Tinder I'm not on Hinge I'm not on findaroommate.com. I'm not on com. Yeah, this guy's...
1: Yeah, roommates only. Not, He's not, not on really. any of them.
0: <laughs> right. There's a, there's a nice spot in the closet waiting for someone if they want to come back. Yeah. He's,
1: yeah, he sounds sad. He sounds like you broke his heart. He know? sounds
0: sad and unmotivated
1: exactly yeah which is uh very common when you get your heart broken right you can go one of the two different directions you can get real sad or get real swole people get real in shape those are (laughs) right (laughs) sad or swole those are the choices
0: and it's funny Uh, she says i recently ended things with a boyfriend so yes he's the he's in the sad chair and she's in the i'm ready to move on and when you end when when it's the person writing in that ended it they have to acknowledge they probably ended in their mind they got the they got to yeah. mourn the relationship while still in the relationship a little
1: right, bit. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, to me, I mean, money stuff is dicey. To me, it sounds like you agreed to do it. You're right. you said you would. You did break up with the guy and and he's a little downtrodden. I think that's understandable. I don't we don't know the circumstances of the breakup, but it doesn't sound like it was something that was mutual. Yeah, uh, it sounded like you might have gotten a little snuck up on this. And I think if you, this is just from my perspective, to, from what we know, seems like if you if you can bite the bullet and pay those next two months, like you said you would, right. I don't know. I don't, what do you think? I,
0: don't think? I don't think they're an asshole for stopping payment. I think yeah. it's normal to feel the way they feel when you're like, hey, have you looked for a roommate? Have you talked? Yeah, that's when, true. When someone's not trying while you're paying the buck, I can understand yeah. why this person feels offended by that and they're like fuck it i'm not i'm not your you know your sugar mama you done Mm -hmm. i'm cutting off i'm cutting you off i understand that here's what i also don't here's what i don't understand um and this was advice i was given um you'll never miss the money you spend to break up oh so (laughs) i so (laughs)
1: Is, I, that, is that a billboard for a divorce divorce lawyer?
0: I think it could be. That should be a t-shirt. That should be a slogan. You will never miss the money. You will you will be if you want out of a relationship. And maybe this yeah. is somewhat male, and I hate man. to gender it, but I'm just saying like this was advice given to me by a man. Like just yeah. like you. Yeah. <laughs> because you don't want. And yeah. it might be gendered because I do think like, you know, a lot of guys feel guilt when they end a relationship. A lot of guys feel like, you know, they've, they've wasted someone's time when it, they end up right. with a woman. So they're like, I just want, I, I want, I don't want them thinking of me as a dick. I don't want them thinking, well, Andy was cheap and he
1: right, me off. Right, and right, 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 right.
0: And I. it's funny that it doesn't occur to her or maybe it does she's asking if she's the asshole but it like yeah. it feels different here the way it's being written in so like i i'm in the boat of like take the money and once it's done we never speak again you'll never right. tell anyone i didn't pay you'll never yeah, go and true. be like you know what i mean like i i, yeah. I like i'm going to get i'm going to pay for your movers i'm going to pay for my you know for the rent and mm-hmm. and i'm and, and i don't think 7 years from now she's going to look back and be like I missed out on that $1200. I don't I think she'll be more <laughs> yeah. happy to be out of the relationship and wherever she is in life than regretful of the $1200 that she lost for yeah. April and May.
1: Yeah, it almost sounds like a sports team when you just got to eat that bad contract with a player right. who's not good anymore. You
0: know? <laughs> right, it will cost you more and energy to go take them to court to try to yeah, get out of it. exactly. To, you know.
1: You're like, just cut them and eat the contract.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Uh, at least they're not on the roster anymore.
0: It is funny because this email, I mean, asks if they're the asshole, but if you're listening or watching on YouTube, you're getting two men who are just like, just... Take the money and run. Like I, I think yeah. a lot of men,
1: <laughs> yeah, would yeah. rather
0: that than the drama of can you? Because like she went to the friends. Can you believe he wants me to pay? And you're like, I wouldn't even talk about that. I'd be like, just yeah. get away, get away just from
1: me. Whatever. Like, even I got like when he said the thing, the response, like, I thought we agreed this would be amicable and I thought we agreed to this. I like cringed because I'm like, no, 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 just pay so you don't have to get that text. (laughs) Because now I feel like if you do cut them off, now you're potentially creating a new problem which is he's mad at you for this. You're having to play like parent, like luxury, motivating. Right. You said you would do this. If you, can, if you can throw some money at this to make this situation disappear, if you have that extra capital, which you live in the Bay Area, it sounds like you might, uh, right. <laughs> like, that would be my thing because you don't need that extra headspace floating around. Right. You know. And
0: you made the deal that you yeah. could afford. That's the thing. You yeah. didn't make the deal. You made the deal knowing, yeah, low, you know, on the low end, on, on the shittiest in the shittiest scenario, you were already prepared to pay this. Money. Yeah, yeah. So you wouldn't make a deal that would make you poor. You know, cash right. poor. Right. So right. Right. So it sounds like you made this deal knowing what the worst case scenario was. Yeah. And you're mad that they're not working towards making it a better case yeah. scenario.
1: Yeah. And you know. Think of it this way. Look at the unmotivation. Look at like the like kind of the downtrodden, maybe a little bit of self pity and be like, Whew, I made the right move.
0: Right. J Train <laughs> Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. J Train <laughs> Podcast at gmail.com I'm here with Dustin Nickerson at Dustin Nickerson. Go, go, go. The YouTube special, the link is in the bio of this episode. Go, go watch. You're gonna love it. Friend got married, didn't tell me. <laughs> Hello, Jared. I don't think they're your friend. Uh, Hello, Jared. I was going to say friend in
1: quotes there.
0: (laughs) That's kind of a relief, though. Wouldn't it be nice if, like, a friend, you just knew who you were done with and didn't have to be responsible for texting on their birthday? Oh,
1: absolutely. Like, we're done here. That's great. I don't want any more friends. I'm set. Anyways, if I could lose one, great.
0: (laughs) Right. My friend of 12 years got married on Sunday and didn't tell me. She had always planned on a small wedding and said when the time came, I would be her witness. She came over Monday before the wedding to borrow some shoes for a gala she had to attend and to get a second opinion on her dress. We spoke multiple times through the week. Then the following Monday, she texted me a picture of her and her partner. I actually needed to borrow the shoes because we got married this weekend. Oh, this is (laughs) fucked up. I congratulated her, but was a bit upset by the light deception. While she has every right to a private moment, I think she was uh, there was a better way for her to address this beforehand. For me, this is the final straw. She has a history of treating others like they are less than, constantly talking mm-hmm. about herself with very little self-awareness, and doesn't match my energy and contributions to the friendship. I have talked to her about it in the past, but it hasn't improved. Am I over the initial hurt? I'm over the initial hurt about the marriage, but I'm wondering, do I address this with her again or quiet quit the relationship? She is still texting me often, and I will run into her in social settings from time to time. I thought about sending her a breakup email, that, uh, but that felt childish. However, not addressing the issue and freezing her out also feels childish. Any tips on how to deal with this? I'm stumped, but don't need her negative energy in my life. Wow, this mm-hmm. went in a direction I didn't expect. It is bizarre to Mm. come over Monday before the wedding to borrow some shoes for a gala and then (laughs) find out that the shoes that were borrowed were used in a wedding. You know, that's (laughs) crazy. This is a crazy person.
1: Not a wedding, her wedding.
0: You're right. (laughs) (laughs) Right.
1: That is wild. That That is... That's like the... Some people are just so comfortable lying and like categorizing these little secrets like it's like a fun little game for them you know
0: well i think that's a that's a good point there are people i know who are somewhat like this not to this extreme but they like they they are very much i'm the star of the movie which it sounds like this person is like you are a side character in her movie but yeah. they do, They kind of get off to the idea that like, oh, wait till people find out how I did this wedding. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like it, it is yes. like, because for her to borrow things from you, you're yeah. close enough of friends. Like I thought she was going to be like, my friend at 12 years who I haven't talked to in a few months got married. Like that is like yeah. kind yeah. of understandable. Yeah. She was at her house. <laughs> Borrowing shoes. <juice>. Borrowing stuff. <laughs> used her stuff. And so to me, this person... It, it's. I don't like when someone's like using me as a pawn in their right. fun little game. Yeah, you know, move. You know, plot twist in their life. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I hundred percent agree. I think as adults, <clears throat> you're just like, listen. I got limited time. I have limited right. emotional bandwidth. If this friendship, if I'm not, if this friendship is hard for me in any way, we're right. done. If this right. gives me any amount of if i'm upset with you like to me even just the idea of fighting in general as adult friends is so right. childish that you're like yeah we're done we'd i wouldn't even send the email i would just grow apart from them <laughs> right know, i would well, just fr-
0: friendships should be like a vacation from yes, the reality yes, of life yes, yes. and yes. The stresses of life like you, you friendships should like make you feel good to the point that it's a little ridiculous. Like that's why you go to this friendship Island so that you can escape what's going on in your life. If if the idea that like you're and you're right, it is an energy thing. Like now you you were brought into this, Mm -hmm. you know, you, Mm -hmm. you gave them shoes out of the goodness of their, of your heart, for whatever event you thought they had. And then they're like, well, just kidding. Got married. And you're like, why and and the the mental energy you have to put into like wait a minute right what right that is too much for me you
1: want in friendships especially as adults though i say this to my kids all the time as well you're looking for friends who just like you and they like Mm. you for you and they reason they're friends with you is because you add value to their life. They like mm-hmm. being around you. That's why they text you and they call you and they want to go drinks, get drinks with you and whatever it may be, and go on trips with you. And this friend showed you their, how you value them or what they value of you. And it's a pair of shoes. That's what they get out of you. They don't like you very much. They only... Like, that's a narcissist, right? Like, the right. person who... Orchest- and that person, that's a bad friend. What are you getting out of that, you know?
0: Right. I, I, I actually... I, I'm usually in the boat of like you don't need a friendship breakup but like yeah i think saying to this person like hey like i don't think it's like a i don't need an uh, apology i don't need i just need to let you know like i'm going to back away for a minute mm. be- and it's not even that i wanted to be at your wedding but that I felt a little used like yeah I know yeah. this was fun for you and you get to have secrets and you and your husband you have this dream that everyone's like whoa you're married now whoa. like you're so yeah. interesting because the fact <laughs> that they said she had always planned on a small wedding like right. she this person's calculated this person
1: yeah yeah this
0: person had a very specific view of mm-hmm. how interesting and quirky their wedding was going to be, yes, yes, so yes, much yes. so that they didn't care whose would get offended, right. and that's how little they. And what you said is right; like they didn't even care about you.
1: This person had a small wedding because every day is their wedding. every day is look at me i'm so pretty i'm so interesting look at me you're like well yeah well uh it would be a little redundant to have a formal wedding when you live every day like this i have a couple narcissists in my life uh parental figures of whichever side Mm -hmm. and uh i always actually uh i i don't engage when they're being dramatic or they want something i i always feel like the best punishment fit into a um a narcissist is just straight up ignore them because they don't mind the drama they like it because it's still attention so i like when i exactly so when i get the email from particular family members or friends or text or whatever i just i just delete it and i'm like i don't Mm. i don't think of you (laughs)
0: right I, i i guess like my fear and i agree with that my fear is like i guess you have to stop engaging with them on anything like yes like i just don't want the email that's like hey can I get those shoes again? And then you're like, mm. uh, you know what? It's nothing. I'll send them the shoes. And then you send them the shoes. They go, tricked you. It was my funeral. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like like I, don't, like, like, I know that I'm the type of like people pleaser.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That I'm
0: like, you got me again. How did I fall yeah. for this again? Yeah. It, yeah. But I agree with you. I think that you have to ignore everything. I think it's like a done. So situation.
1: Yeah. yeah. Delete. The opposite of love is indifference, right? That's the Lumineers lyric. Just like, you're <laughs> done. You're done to me. I don't even think of you.
0: J-Train Podcast at GMA.com. J-Train Podcast at GMA.com. Here with Dustin Nickerson. Go follow at Dustin Nickerson. The special is out. It's on YouTube. You can watch it right now. Um, our friend Alec Parent made it, didn't he? Oh, Alec. Yeah, you know Alec. Yeah, uh, Alec- he did. Yeah. Alex uh, is fantastic. He Such is really good. He did comic. a great job.
1: Yeah, yeah he's Alex. The best. I, yeah, it's uh It's so funny because I tour a lot with Taylor Tomlinson, and mm-hmm. uh, I. You know, y- how long were you out with? Did you with Michelle? Like, you're, I know you're close to Michelle. You, did you tour with her for a long while, or just some?
0: Like a year, uh, yeah, and then some. Like, but when she was getting ready for the Netflix special that uh, Michelle Wolf taped, uh, it, yeah, yeah, I was all over.
1: Yeah, we do have a a, a lot of similarities despite right. our just wildly different life stages. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but right, I do think are.
1: that yeah, we have enough in common that if we sat we'd be like, hey, this this we get a lot in common. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um but I, I Taylor and I would like talk about it and you know a lot about prep and uh, and she'll talk about her specials and I'll be like, Taylor, like you have two and a half and then just sign two more Netflix specials. This is... Mine's being made by a guy who lives in a van, Taylor. We're not the same. (laughs) We're not the same. We don't have the same budgets. We don't have the same marketing strategies. Right? Uh, It's 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 on my YouTube. We went van to YouTube.
0: There's no Netflix. There's no.
1: (laughs) It's it's uh, it's we're we're in different economies. Me and you here, Taylor. I'm glad. That's why everyone
0: needs to go watch Dustin's special. We're trying to get him out of. You know, uh, YouTube van world do you? <laughs> yeah. And you know what, I'm okay with YouTube I would like, as long as it's uh, Successful
1: YouTube because Yeah, absolutely Everyone's always out there like, dude, all these Netflix specials are huge Or these YouTube specials are huge You're like, some of them, yes <laughs> Some yes, of right. them are huge. Some of them are Ari's. Some of them Big J just dropped one yesterday. That's right. gonna be big. Kelsey's is doing well. Uh, some of them are big. A lot of them you don't know about.
0: <laughs> That's why you need to go we need to make this one big. So go Thank go, you. I go. appreciate that. It's in the link is in the bio. Why I doesn't just, I, my fiance get jealous?
1: Oh. Ooh.
0: I like this one. J-Train Shelby, an esteemed guest. All the feathers. I'll jump right in. My fiance and I are both 31. We're getting married in two months. Have been together for two years, living together for the past eight months. We have a great relationship and are definitely ready to make the next step. But there has been something weighing heavy on my mind. He doesn't ever seem to get jealous. This might sound weird, but I think a little... uh, A little amount of jealousy every now and then is very healthy and shows that you value what you have. When we go out, there have been multiple times when a guy has started a one-on-one conversation with me and he's seen names pop up on my Snapchat that he doesn't know and he never asks about it or ever seems phased. Obviously, I wouldn't want some irrational reaction from him, but I would like some kind of emotional response, considering I would feel jealous if the roles were reversed. So I guess my Mm -hmm. questions are, is this something to worry about, the fact that he never seems to care about interactions I have with other men? Is this an indicator of how much he cares or how highly he thinks of me? Or are guys just honestly oblivious? I would greatly appreciate any kind of insight on this matter. Well, this is, I think we're two perfect candidates for this email. You've been married, um, and do you ever feel jealousy? Is that is what they're asking? Correct, or is that is is the perspective kind of off?
1: I understand where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is an element of for people want to. That's how they feel valued. Um, but I that that someone's jealous for them. But I I do think that you as is the case with a lot of things in a relationships, you go, well, this is how I would react. And so then, right. therefore, this is the correct way to react. This is the right way to feel about this. For me, my... I, I don't... My wife is very pretty and people take the time to sail and there's been creepy guys who have said things or done things. And there's an... If I feel a need to protect, that's one thing. Like, are you in danger? Is someone, because mm-hmm. that's an element with, with guys, obviously, is like, are you flirting or are you going to kidnap her? What's your, right. what's your, <laughs> but I actually, I think that a lack of jealousy can actually show how much he values you and how mm-hmm. much he trusts you. And so, if he is not being jealous in those moments, what he's saying is, uh, I trust you. You're not going to act on that. I'm not worried about you in the secret moments, which is mm-hmm. a high praise. And also, your um, your love and affection for me is enough. I don't have to. I feel so much value in the fact that you value me that I don't have to go get all jealous about this. You know what I mean? Right. By that? I,
0: I I totally agree. It's funny that like three people can look at the same thing and have three different views of it. A hundred percent. Yeah. And and I, it's funny. It's like um. It's like turbulence on a plane. Like mm-hmm. if if someone's afraid of the turbulence, does that mean they value life more? Mm. Or does the next person who's not afraid, do they just trust the pilot, you know, yeah, and, and yeah. <laughs> trust that someone wouldn't put you in the wrong place right, right. And, mm-hmm. and say, well, people fly all the time. Why would I ever get afraid? There's nothing to be. And, you know, it, and there's also a third perspective is like, if we die, what am I going to do? There's nothing I can do about it. Right. You know? Right. And, and, and it's funny because this person sees no jealousy and they go, they don't care about me. You see Zing. no jealousy and you go, well, they probably trust their partner so much. It's it's quite a bit of love and respect they have for them. Yeah. I see no jealousy and I think, oh, he probably thinks, what am I going to do? Like yeah. if she cheats on me, there's nothing I can do and I'll take care of that when I have to take care of that. Yeah, and yeah. And and all, like, I, yours is the most positive way to look at it. Like, <laughs> I, I, you know, and I also th- agree with yours. Like I, I don't agree with hers of like, you know, the, I don't know. It, it is interesting that she's like, I think it's healthy. It's like, well, I don't really agree with that. I think she's trying yeah. to like give validation to her jealous feelings and yeah, her and, insecurities. And, and,
1: exactly. And there's also, again, that guy maybe he was in a relationship before where he had some of that jealousy and that partner hated that and that's why it ended right. maybe he's trying because i've heard and we've all talked to people in relationships that that's a really visceral negative reaction for the person like why don't you trust me why are you worried about that you know like mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. that's a delicate situation that if he comes on too strong that could be its own issue in the relationship right jealousy you know, that can, can create be ugly. a new problem yeah. Yeah, jealousy Very can much be ugly so, yeah.
0: and, and, and it can be a turn off to people. And and also like mm-hmm. this goes back to what you said with the first email. It's like, be careful what you wish for. It's like, she's like, I just want the perfect amount of jealousy. It's like, no, no, no. no <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. uh, you know, like, it's like, I don't think that's how it works with jealousy. I don't think someone yeah. goes, oh, who's that guy texting you? That's annoying. And, yeah. and it just stops at that, and you go, "Well, oh, it's just some guy, and then he goes, okay, now we're back to normal. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. think she... It's like, be careful where you're going with that. I don't think yeah. she understands that, like, this isn't just something... Like, if he did feel jealousy, I don't think he would go, it would be this small thing, exactly what yeah. she yeah. wants.
1: Yeah, I people, they... What's the... Uh, your greatest strengths are your greatest liabilities. You're, you have senses of, like, sometimes somebody... This is what's great about them, which means he might have blind spots because of this. Mm-hmm. Or, but this that that motive right there is probably why you like the guy so much. It's probably what right. you're attracted to him because he's kind of like the first email too, where you're like, yeah, yeah, no, this guy is a this guy's a sweet, kind guy, and so maybe <laughs> yeah. he doesn't have this as well. You, you know, the, 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 they have those strengths, and oftentimes those are are, are going to create. I don't even necessarily want to f- flaws say flaws. But that explains why that person is like that. You can't have it all, is what we're saying.
0: It's why they are what they is type of exactly. thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. 100%. <laughs> Podcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Dustin Nickerson. Go follow at Dustin Nickerson on Instagram. The special, it's out right now. Three kids. What's the oldest kid?
1: Uh, 15 year old boy or yeah, I'll be 16 next month learning to drive. It's a whole thing, man.
0: I cannot even picture that we're the same age that yeah. they, they, <laughs> I yeah. no, but they do. They, I saw a meme the other day. It was like, you know, uh, 38 or it was like whatever age with kids is younger than or is older than like 25 with kids yeah. is older than 35 with no kids.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That checks out. (laughs) Certainly on... uh, It's so funny in, in, in our world and in entertainment and Hollywood and comedy. People are so shocked when you say you have kids and then multiple kids. Like, they're more shocked by that than if you said you had multiple partners. Right. You know,
0: like,
1: like that's the world right. that we live in <laughs> yeah if you were like i
0: have three girlfriends and they're in one in the east coast one in the midwest and one yeah. in the west coast yeah and when i travel you know they come to each of those towns whenever i'm in those yeah. areas they yeah. come to i'm like oh yeah. i guess that's how it works yeah. i get it but yeah when you're like i have three kids and we're going to universal yeah. studios later today i'm like oh my yeah. god how are you gonna make it through are you tired what's going yeah. on
1: or like it's like an LA like open poly relationship. You're like, yeah, you know, we we got a girlfriend and we're the throuple thing, and when we all live together, and then when you say you live together with your offspring, they're like, what? That's so irresponsible. Right. <laughs> You're bringing down America with those values. We don't have the right. resources for this. It's so funny. <laughs> but then I, that's why I love the Midwest. They're like, got married at 19, late start,
0: right? Yeah, <laughs> I was I was just in Oklahoma or in Oklahoma City, and like. I was like, is anyone single? And like, you just heard like one clap in the back. (laughs) And you're like, oh my God, how am I going to talk to you about any of this? And like, even the, there was a guy in the front, he was like dressed, like it looked like he was in dad cosplay. Like (laughs) like, the way he was dressed. And I like, he was kind of a dick the whole show. And I was like, do you have any kids? He's like, no. I was like, you could have fooled me. And I think he was lying to me like, you yeah, lie yeah, and you're just like you're not yeah. even helping the show. This is not fun. Um, no, this is.
1: I felt the opposite of this way when I was like two weeks ago. I went up at Rogan's Club Comedy Mothership, and I'm like, what do I have that relates to you, <laughs> single edge lord? I'm like, I gotta, I gotta find every halfway offensive bit I've ever written. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it is funny. Right.
0: Like I, it, 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 you walk in, and you know this from. Opening for Taylor, like I know this, from yeah. Opening for Michelle, or just being on other people's shows, you're right. like, okay, what's the thing that gets me into their world a little bit yep. so that they'll exactly accept the other things that I've done? Last night, I did a show at Arlene's Grocery, a great show. It's a great show, okay. Debrayu, who's been on this show a bunch of times, uh, awesome. called Better Days. But it, I walked on stage and you know, I was like. I would say I was I, 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 white was the minority. I, I'll say yeah. it's like yeah. I was like, and I got on stage and immediately the energy was just like, nah, we don't. Like, <laughs> and I said to them, I go, I, I go. You guys reacted like I was a cop who came to break up this fun party.
1: Hilarious, hilarious. And, and
0: They laughed at it, and I go, can you guys just chill? I do this too, you know. Like yeah. I had to be like, <laughs> yeah, I came to Those... make jokes too.
1: Oh, uh, those showcase shows are a lot like speed dating, too, where mm-hmm. they're like 10 mm-hmm. minutes. And then they have sometimes when you walk to stage, they're just like, I'm going to X you immediately. <laughs> right. if I, Next. I don't like it. Next.
0: <laughs> let's do one more email. You ready?
1: OK, let's do it.
0: Jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's where you send the emails. Asian guy with no riz. OK, <laughs> so you have a 16 year old. Have you heard of this term, Riz?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I tell... uh, Taylor and I talk about that all the time. She's like, you're so old. And I'm like, Taylor, I have teens. I'm more in touch than you.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: That's that's front line. You know, like they're into it. They don't... Like when you talked to like a, like when I told her I was like, "Do you know that like uh, like young teenage girls they're not really that into Taylor Swift?" She's like, "What?" I go, "Taylor <laughs> Swift is their mom's band. They like right. Billie Eilish." You know? <laughs> like, Hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I, I am familiar with uh, the term Riz, which is usually what it happens is uh it's oh it's always the same thing. It's uh it's a uh, white teen stealing from black culture.
0: <laughs> it it seems it, as though. Yeah. Fun, yeah, yeah. That came yeah, no cap. that came that came up on my other podcast like the the phrase fuck around and fuck Find out. I was like, that does. Yeah. I think that's something white people just found out about. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, Riz came to my attention because it was in a New York Times article about like dating buzzwords. And oh, interesting. And I, my claim when I heard Riz, and it's I guess it's a form of charisma.
1: Charisma, it, it, yeah.
0: So charisma, I was saying that Riz screamed to me as nerdy internet people like being in awe mm. of charisma. So they had to turn it into something because ner- you know, n- people on the yeah. internet generally don't need charisma. So, No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hear that. I d- to me, it sounds like a new Mountain Dew flavor. Right. <laughs> like, Mountain Dew <laughs> <'Cause> Riz. <laughs> right.
0: Well, then okay, I, I, so it's I, I raspberry
1: in- blueberry. Okay, got right.
0: it. <laughs> I was then informed by a lot of teachers that they were like, no, Riz is like young kids language. Yeah. It's not even yeah. in... So, okay. So, hi, Jared. I'm an Asian male in his mid-20s who has struggled with the dating apps. I'm Mm -hmm. 5'7", in consulting, liberal, like I'm a decent-looking guy. And I'm looking for a relationship. (laughs) I have gotten professional pictures. I get about one Bumble slash hinge-like per month and a match once a month. What is your advice for fixing my dating problem? I know I have dating problems because I'm constantly hearing on dating podcasts tales of guys who are ghosting women and otherwise acting like they have plenty of options on apps. It seems like many guys have so many matches that women are chasing them. I've thought about going to female friends, but I don't want them to think I'm some bitter incel, nor do I want to be the guy that is pitied in the group chat since I don't have game. Talking about how much you don't get laid that much isn't exactly catnip for women, LOL. Aside from hitting the gym hard to put on muscle, which I have been doing for six months, and getting a fashion consult, which I did a year ago. Do you think I'm, yeah. there's anything I can do to improve my situation? Or am someone who should focus on their career and not dating for the rest of my life? Well, I like this email. I like this I emailer. Too, yeah. They're going through it. I totally get it. I think there's I think there's perspective shift that they need to have first off. But, mm-hmm. Dustin, what do you think?
1: Well, I mean, listen, I'm going to have to punt to you in large part on this okay. because <laughs> I don't know this world. Uh, right. And – um the I will say it. it you know, like. The, the lonely the sad the lonely guy I mean it, there's just no it, I feel bad for him in the place of society because no one's putting any value on him he feels rejected right my first thought is is just to say a note to the guy hey man sounds like you had a good job you're trying really hard you're still really young you got a life in front of you don't get too down on yourself it sounds like you're a pretty great dude like the, right. just a, a, maybe that's it sounds like there's low self-esteem there and right. that is a very uncomfortable attractive quality to people like if you don't right. like yourself why would i like you so there does sound like maybe there needs to be a little internal work there and who you are and what you're worth as a person has nothing to do with how much attention you're getting anyway so yeah, you know,
0: well, that's something i, I want to agree with first of all it's like because he's put a lot of weight into the numbers he's Yeah, like yeah you know, he's basically been like one hinge like one bumble match a month yeah and he's like getting there's a lot of numbers getting,
1: in there six months of training <laughs> like there right. was a lot of, like a lot it was very calculated well
0: that's the thing he's looking <laughs> for mathematical reasons to his right. issue of that's not very mathematical it's very right you know it's it's a little bit you know magical and fairy dust a little bit when, mm-hmm. when it comes to dating mm-hmm. and finding someone who's the right connection with you it's a lot of gut instinct it's a lot of these things that yeah. are not on the page, and he's trying to... And he seems a little analytical, which I understand. Mm. Like, he's he's going, okay, I'm getting one yeah. a month. Let me go get a consultation for my fashion. Let me go yeah. get professional yeah. pictures. And I think mm-hmm. when you get the professional pictures and you go get dressed by someone else, mm. you're not you. And yeah. that's a big thing that kind of screams off the page. I will say to them... um, I, when they write, I know I have dating problems because I'm constantly hearing on dating podcasts tales of guys who are ghosting women and otherwise acting like they have plenty of options on apps. I would say that noise is louder than the reality.
1: Yeah. Yes. yeah.
0: Those are the entertaining stories. So I think he's right. getting down on himself because it's like, yeah. you, you know, it, 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 it's like putting up a TikTok and it doesn't get any views right away. Like, right. He's so caught up in the views, but it's really... Mm-hmm. Views mean nothing. are they a follower? Are they interacting with you? Are they coming yeah. to your shows like yeah you know, there's a, yeah. there are people with no followers that get a million views it yeah does, you know and, and I know that's like a really frivolous way to like kind of metaphor no no no, no,
1: I agree with you. I think there are a lot of like comedy um comedy parallels in that my first thought when you said that actually was the like the most important thing on stage is authenticity. And crowds have a high BS radar. And it's why, like, you can be Seinfeld and be super pretentious and talk down to the crowd because he's being authentic. As long as you're being authentic, they don't really care. As long as you're being who you are. And I would, like, if you have someone else dressing you, if you have somebody else taking pictures of you, if you have... You, you know, you're kind of like building this Frankenstein online thing. <laughs> right. You're like, that, that's not that's not even you, man. You don't right. even know how to be that person. You are not looking... The same thing with very comedy. You're not looking to get everybody to like you. You're looking for the right people to find you. That's what you want. Right. And Absolutely. that's you just have to you just be your most authentic self out there. And if you're... You know, if, if, listen, if you're into, uh, I, we live in San Diego. Uh, every year, a million nerds come down to Comic-Con. Right. And they're cool, and they're hot, and they like each other. And you're like, yeah, man, it's a big world. Find your group. Find right. the thing, what people, what's great, find the things that you really like about you and the things that you do and just double down on those things. Be
0: totally you. Yeah. That, that, because right now, you're totally right. He's like zigging to try and zag. Right. He's trying right. to. And it's like, and he, it, you were so right when you said, like, you put together this Frankenstein that you don't even know how to be. So now that right, person yeah. on the other, whoever you're talking to on the app, you know, is going, what the fuck's going on? Like, it, it's yeah, not even getting yeah. an authentic verb. They need to be more authentic. They need to realize the apps are a piece of the pie. Um, mm-hmm. And the one thing I'll say to them. They were like, I don't want to go to my uh, my friends. No, they should definitely go to their friends. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know the going to the gym doesn't matter. No, 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 no. You're trying to become something you're not. Be you, right? Be totally right. you. I would go to my, I would find my most trusted female friend, and I would go to her and be like, Hey, can you help me make a dating profile? I think that yeah. would be the best person because they would go. Here's why I like you, and here's right. why other people will like you. I would go to them yeah. and be like. What do you think? And then they will help you the most. And like you're saying, like, you know, I don't want to talk to them. Talking about how much you don't get laid isn't exactly catnip for women. You're not trying to impress your friends. You don't, as you said, your friends aren't to be impressed. They're your friends. Yeah, they've decided. They've already (laughs) decided. They like hanging out with you. Go to them. Go and, and lean on them and go out with them. That's a new way to meet people. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like that a lot. They got friends right maybe introduce me to a friend i think you're right i think that that nearby friend can give you a lot of feedback and it seem and i know enough single friends that you are right that that the apps are a, a language and a game all of themselves it's like marketing right. you know like you people get Matches and connections, or whatever, for a reason. It seems like it's a real, real kind of almost art form in creating that profile. Like, I would imagine that sometimes if I saw some professional pictures, that would make me not want to connect with them. Right. Like, ah, you're, you're trying too hard. You and know, now you're
0: missing out on the people that you'd actually want to meet.
1: Exactly. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. Yep. J- I like it. J
0: train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Dustin Nickerson, thank you so much for coming on. This was fantastic.
1: Thanks for having me, man. It's a lot of fun. I think we might uh, might actually help some people here today. I I I like it.
0: We we help society. Everyone, here's a great way to help yourself. Go watch Dustin's special, Runs in the (laughs) Family. It's on YouTube right now. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday. Keep sending your emails. Back next week. Boom.